Welcome everybody to Kissing the Cod. I'm Janet Sheriff and uh, I'm very happy today to welcome our next guest in the latest episode, Mr. Jeff Swinoga, CEO and Director of Exploits Discovery. Welcome, Jeff. Well, well thanks, Janet. It's, it's a real pleasure to be on Kissing the Cod. Uh, I, I got to say, I've been listening in and uh, I, I've been learning lots about other people and I think you're doing a great job. So um, th thanks for having me on. Oh, well, thanks. I, I, I'm, I'm learning a lot, too, and um, I'm excited to find out more about uh, both yourself and, and exploits. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I've been, I have to admit, I'm a shareholder. I've been following you for a while and uh, like the company, but why don't you just first uh, start off by telling us a little bit about yourself. You're new to the, the job in, uh, in this fiscal year, correct? Uh, yeah, so so I joined in September last year, and and uh, a bit about myself. Uh, I've got three kids. Uh, grew up in Brampton, Ontario, home of Wayne Gretzky, um, and uh, yeah, just you know, um, got an economics degree, MBA. You know, just kind of worked very hard. Um, first joined Barrick back in 1998, and everyone thought it was crazy. Why join a mining company when everything's going virtual and um, but I got to uh, it really opened up my eyes to the rest of the world because I was doing a couple you know, project financings for, for Peter Monk and uh, got to go to um, Argentina, got to go to Africa um, and, uh, you know, different cultures, different languages, uh, different views of, of, of and lifestyles and, you know, the severe poverty you saw in Africa and, and different things. So it was good, actually. And after I got to see my my, my dad's hometown, because he was born there, he was actually born at the base of Kilimanjaro, and uh, yeah, they were they were displaced during the war, World War II. So they they went to a Russian labor camp and they escaped and went to um, uh, went to Tanzania, and, and that's where they got. Uh, that's where my dad was born. Um, so anyway, long it's a long story, but they then they went to the British Navy rescued them, went to London, and then they moved to Brampton, Ontario. And that's where kind of my where my boring life started. Uh, <laughs> but no, it was uh, interesting, and I think you know, listening to the the stories, uh, getting you know, my my uh, my uncle used to talk about in, in the war, and you know, I just after hearing what they went through, I just become. I think I'm a very optimistic person, a very positive person, because you know, um, you know, it's just a very very dramatic and traumatic. And uh, but anyway, it's all good. And then, uh, yeah, I worked at Barrick for, for seven years, um, then moved to Winnipeg to join Hud Bay Minerals. It just became public, uh, which was great. You know, all the base metals were going up, so that was a very, very good situation. We, we loved Winnipeg, but the job moved back to Toronto, so we, we settled in Oakville. Then had various jobs with North American Plating, up in Thunder Bay, uh, and that was a great opportunity. Uh, worked for uh, Golden Star uh, for projects in Ghana. Worked at Torx Gold, uh, building a project in, in Mexico. Um, it was tough. That was uh, really, you know, in terms of difficult locations. Uh, you know, the company went through a lot. Uh, you know, kidnappings and and shuts down. You know, we had we had a lot of situations we had to deal with, but built the project on time and on budget, uh, which was which was great. Uh, then became uh, CEO of First Mining, so worked with uh, Keith Newmar for a while. Uh, then became the national mining leader for Ernst Young, so did that for about almost three years, and then I was kind of looking for an opportunity to get back into the mining sector, uh, and so it was just a, a, a great uh, situation to say, well, 
I, I get to visit uh, Newfoundland, um, get to work in the province, uh, work with some great individuals. Uh, that's what kind of got, got me back into uh, the mining, you know, and Eric, like, like many investments, he owns 20% of our company. Uh, Newfoundland is 12% of us. So just a, it's just a great situation and I'm really happy to get back into the sector. Yeah. Well, I, I had no idea um, your, your family history, uh, your parents, um, that utterly fascinating story. They must be incredibly industrious. Um, I, I, I can't even describe what, what the challenges they've gone through. It, absolutely incredible. Yeah, no, it's, it, no, it's, you know, to, to, to go back there and, you know, he's born in a, a town called Tengeru, which is that base of Kilimanjaro. And at the age of five, that's when uh, I guess they, they're known as refugees, of course. And uh, the local um, tribe there uh, started to um, get a little more hostile. And there was some, a lot of violence because of course, refugees were taking resources from the locals because they're trying to survive. And that's why the British Navy had to come in to, to rescue them. But yeah, it was, it was tough. Like, uh, you know, my, my dad worked in the factories in, in Bradford because, um, yeah, you know, he had to make, you know, make a living and, and support us. And, uh, you know, in the factory started shutting down in Brantford, you know, worked for Massey Ferguson's and Fruhoff and white farm equipment. And every two or three years, my dad was home out of a job. Um, and, uh, but he's, he, they survived. Like they're, they're like to your point, Jen, they're, I can't look back and as, as there are survivors and, 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 you know, there's lots of different degrees of surviving, but I mean, I don't know what it, that's affected me in terms of, uh, uh, you know, work ethic, but I, 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 you know, we all work very hard, uh, and, uh, and, uh, you know, we only have so many years on this earth. And so we want to make an impact. So that's like the way I, I view life. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I th that's the, the word survivors and, and to, to endure everything and then get to a point where your family is able to prosper in a very safe country. It must be very gratifying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I feel very lucky um, to, to be where we are and, and to be in a place like Canada or North America, if you will, just, um, just, uh, and there, um, so anyways, you feel very blessed that way. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And, and, and a career that has taken you from Argentina to Africa to all the way back to Canada and into uh, another uh, very uh, friendly environment, uh, great place to work, uh, certainty uh, must also be rewarding for you as well. Oh, uh, it, it, it's interesting. When, when I first got approached about um, joining uh, Explos Discovery, I you know, I, I wanted to go to Gander, and so so it was, it was you know first St. John's, and then went to Gander, and just met uh, some of the the guys in the team, and you know, and uh, just just salt of the earth, just great guys, and and uh, just I just felt like it was the right thing, uh, and you know, like we all want to work with good people, um, and we have fond memories of you know the, the, the teams we belong with, and how we how we accomplished adversary and shared and success, and I felt like this is the group of, of individuals and people. And, and, and uh, like you mentioned, like everyone's very supportive um, I, I, that I want to be associated with. So when we look back and hopefully, you know, we, we discover uh, our first gold discovery and good things happen. But I, you know, I, I, I hopefully I look back and say, this is, this is the team that did it. And this is how we work together. And, you know, it, so anyway, I was just very happy about 
what I saw and this is why I decided to join. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I want to get into exploits, but I want to first kind of go back like in, in 98, when you went to work for Barrick, what was it? Obviously you had uh, a lot of opportunities ahead of you. Uh, why, why, why mining? What was it that, that want that at a time when you shouldn't have gone into it, you went into it. You know, that's a great question. I, I'm not sure if I even know myself. Um, I, I do know, and this, you know, going back a bit, that my, my parents did win, um, was it second prize in the 649 lottery back in the 80s. And my dad went out and bought uh, a whole bunch of gold. <laughs> and, he, and he brought it back to the kitchen table and he says, you know, you want to see some gold, Jeff? I'm like, okay, you know, it's like a teenager. And, you know, he shows it to me and we took it out of the, the plastic packages and looked at it. And I don't know if that really had an impact on me, but it was, you know, they didn't win a lot of money, but they won something like 10 grand or something. And, uh, he, and he bought, uh, bought some gold with it. Um, but then, then I guess when the opportunity came up to work for a mining company and, you know, you work for your first mining company and to be someone, someone like Barrick, I guess they said, here's an opportunity. Uh, and, uh, honestly, it was an opportunity to work on several projects and, uh, work with some good people. And, you know, Barrick, much like other companies like Placer Dome and other, you, many different new models, you can mention them, but a lot of, it's very good training ground um, because you, you, you do get to work with uh, great individuals. Uh, they have the infrastructure, they have the funds to, to you know, to, to work on multiple different projects. And, and so I just felt um, it was really good to, you know, to work hard and uh, to learn a lot. And every time I, I, I take on a challenge, is I always, I always, there's an aspect of learning and, and, and of course, contributing, of course, making a, a significant contribution. But, uh, but it was a really good opportunity. And, um, and yeah, I, I got a lot of things thrown at me because, uh, you know, gold was at $280 an ounce back in 1998, and it was going down to 200 <laughs> And, uh, Everyone's like, what have, what have I, what have you done, Jeff? And so, but it was, uh, it was good, you know, um, built some, some projects with them and, and um, yeah, it was great. I really like Barry. Nice. When you talk about gold at 250, that's what it was when you went into it. 280, 280. Yeah. Oh, oh and that's, I think too, Jeff, like back then there was only about 85 people in the head office at Barrick. So you think of Barrick being this kind of like massive company, but back then like it was a it was a small group and of course they had gold strike and other projects but um uh, it was a very small head office so it, it was it, the scope of what you could see in that office was was was, was quite good yeah. yeah yeah and and the environment for gold has changed significantly since then so you must you must be happy with your decision oh i, I yeah actually and, and this is where you know i i when i think about um you know i'll, I'll probably hopefully be around for the next 10, 15 years and still working hard. But when I look at the, the mining sector, uh, and I know, Janet, you, you've done a lot of great work. And um, it, when we look at the branding of mining in, in people's eyes uh, who are not in mining, um, one thing that really affected me was probably about um, three or four years ago, we were looking at a, a branding consultant talked about the brand of mining being almost the same as tobacco. And so and nothing against the tobacco industry, but, but I, but I guess, um, I, I, you know, when I finish off my career, I want my kids to, to, to look at, you know, my career in mining is a, is a very positive one. Um, cause you, you and I have both seen the, the impact that can have on, you know, reducing poverty levels around a mine site or uh, creating communities or supporting communities like, you know, like Flint, Manitoba, you know, with, with, uh, Hud Bay and, 
uh, and others you can name, I'm sure, you know, a thousand, but um, it's a way where um, you, you don't find mines in cities, but you find them out uh, outside, of course, and, and the way to support uh, the local communities is just, and, and, you know, there are always stories that things don't go well sometimes and, and, uh, and a lot of lessons learned and, and for next time. And But there, there are a lot of real, very positive stories that I've been I've been hearing and associated with that uh, when you talk to uh, you know uh, First Nations and others that um, and and the work that it creates to to keep to keep people home and you know going back to to, to Newfoundland and Labrador um, you know you know the greater goal here too is you know beyond the company is really just to um, create opportunities that hopefully for generations will benefit um, and if I could be 82 years old looking back and saying I helped that. Uh, you know, and just contribute and, and uh, along the way, much like you're doing with 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 your association, uh, I think I'd be a very happy person. Yeah, you know, I, I owe my involvement in in this sector to um, the women um, in uh, Ross River, which is a Casca Nation community, and you know, they taught me so much about what mining could do to bring wealth and stability and healthy communities together and 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 they learned it because it was being it was done wrong um but they saw it in myself similar to yourself somebody that wants to do it right and doing it right is for the shareholders and for the community and um yeah it's uh, we, we all come in it in different ways but I, I truly think mining is the best industry to create wealth opportunities for businesses jobs in, in rural in rural canada like, mm -hmm. that's there's nothing that has that sustainable and transferable skills so mm -hmm. I'm, I'm i'm happy you made the choice you did so you're you're also on the pdac board correct yes that's right yeah prospectors and developers of canada i should i should not always use the acronym <laughs> and how long have you been on the board uh, well, I, I guess um, I was more of a junior board member uh, last year. So when I got elected, it was a one-year term. And, and this year, um, even though I'm quite busy, I decided to 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 run again and throw my hat in and, and uh, got elected for three years. So, and, and it helps me to again just going back and giving back and, and, and contributing to the overall industry and and, and how we can do things better and, and, and educate uh, others as to the benefits of that mining can bring and. Because, uh, you know, you see it around your household, you know, all the metal that you see, you know, in your cars and everything else. So it's, uh, um, it's, it's, it's just, you know, mining is improving and it's really, um, uh, you know, creating, you know, not creating, but, you know, creating that awareness of, of what is happening on the ground. Um, because a lot of the, as you know, a lot of the, the stories that you hear um, never get told um, about, you um, you know how it's paid for kids' education. How they've um, were so happy to get their first job at the mine site, and now they're running the mine. You know, and and um, it's just it's just great to good to see it. So so PDAC allows me to um, you know hopefully continue and, and to do work for the industry and, and overall and uh, contribute. Yeah. Nice, nice. So let's let's uh, exploits uh, discovery. Now, Exploits is named after a region in Newfoundland, correct? Uh, that's right. That's it. The Exploits uh, subzone. Sub yeah. Okay. So tell us, tell us about Exploits. 
Uh, sure. Yeah. So, um, and what attracted me to Exploits was, uh, you know, again, uh, great sponsors and, and shareholders in, in Arcs Broad and, and Newfound Gold. Um, and then just, just the, the land package they have, um, it's one of the largest and I like, I believe one of the most strategic land positions uh, around, uh, newfound gold, uh, you know, we've got land to the north of them, land to the south. Um, and, and then it's, um, you know, well, well funded right now, we've got about $12 million in cash. Um, and we're embarked upon a number of field programs, uh, folks in the north, uh, this, this year. Uh, we did some drilling last year uh, and then learned a lot from that drilling. And, um, it, you know, the company, when it first started out, it, um, it, it was a lot of euphoria, you know, the whole Newfoundland gold rush. And, and, and I think it's, it's going to be building a lot of steam uh, going forward. Um, but it was great, um, great situation. And, and uh, yeah, and it all comes down to, I think we're, we've got some really good local people there are doing work and also, you know, we, hiring a lot of the contractors too, uh, like in like Stockley's and Quinlan's and, and, and others, um, Planet X we're using right now. Um, but, uh, and Gary learning, learning about guys like Gary Lewis and Nick Rodway who helped start, um, getting the, the land packages and accumulating the, the, the positions we have. So it's, um, it's just, it, it's, it's so early. Um, and when you think about, you know, at going back to someone, some place like the Abitibi, which is legendary for finding gold, uh, and, and to think that we're probably in the first ten years of what an Abitibi could look like, and you know, you think fifty years from now or ten years from now, or, or you, you know, it's, it's going to be just growing, and and, uh, and honestly, just people like Peter Demo have been a great source of uh, history of, of uh, what's happened in the province and how we're, we're constantly learning new things. Like you never thought there's lithium uh, in the province and, and there is and, <laughs> and rare metals are coming out. So, so it, it's still early days. And, and to be part of that early day story is, is what I found in, in exploits discovery. We're positioning it to, of course, focus on the science and, and, uh, and, 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 hopefully make our first gold discovery uh, soon. So just um, for a visual, uh, and we can put up a map uh, to help people if they're they're watching, but um, a lot of excitement generated because of newfound gold and their discovery. And exploits came in very early, uh, a lot earlier than companies that um, have since followed, obviously, if you came in earlier Mm -hmm. before them. Brilliant statement, Janet. Um, but you're where are you in proximity to newfound gold? Yeah, so um, so if if you maybe look at your hand and you've got keys sort of right in the middle, that's the newfound gold's uh, big first gold discovery that kind of propelled them to a billion dollar company. And they found a, a few more. They found the Keats North and Lotto and and uh, along sort of this Appleton Fault, um, which is kind of like running uh, north south uh, through the province. And then if you go further north, that's where we sort of have our claims. And we've got sort of a, if you want to think of like branches of a tree, we kind of branch out a bit to the north and, and to the south, we kind of branch out a bit as well. Um, and Labrador Gold is there as well, uh, just north of, um, uh, of Newfound Gold. So that, that's kind of like, well, how we're positioned. And so we, we've got um, uh, over 30 kilometers on that Appleton Fault, the, the, the famous fault where, you know, Keats and Lotto and, and Big Vane are. Um, and then also we have claims with the Valentine Fault. So that kind of, you know, trends sort of that um, northeast. <clears throat> so so we, we've got lots of great uh, intersections of structure. Um, and, 
and, and usually the, the main the main veins, as you know, don't really have the um, the, the gold that's a tertiary secondary veins uh, to the side where the, the pressure drops and the heat heat drops, and then there it's you know gold gets uh, precipitated or dropped into these uh, these more brittle uh, structures. So um, so we're very fortunate to to have uh, you know positions around newfound gold and, and also along the Appleton and some of the major faults there. Yeah, and 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 then I keep hearing you know to to the Appleton uh, and Valentine Lake shear zone, and a lot of a lot of talk about what's going on in, in different areas of of the uh, of the island, but it's 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 early as you say, and and what I see is is there's a lot of knowledge being acquired by a number of different companies and a lot of information sharing because local resources and local contractors and prospectors. So, so it's happening quickly um, in an environment that really has been very underexplored, correct? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, and I like to say, and, and, you know, it takes a village to have a gold discovery because when it's great to get lucky, but, you know, I think a lot of these companies uh, are planning to discover and and to your point about you know sharing information it's it's very collegial uh i you know beyond ourselves i you know i i'd love to see others just have another keystone another big gold discovery become another billion dollar company uh and then we will just keep learning because in the early days um uh that's what that's we we want the whole province to to benefit i mean we have shareholders and stakeholders that will benefit from exploits discovery uh and we're working definitely very hard on that um, and so I guess it's one of the things when I when I sort of um, uh, you know took the helm, I I really just said let's let's focus on the science and and um, uh, you know who, who are who are who are the great academics out there and of course there's uh, Dr. David Groves and then there's uh, Richard Goldfarb who've written a lot of papers and. Uh, so you know, Richard was tied up. So we, we <laughs> were talking. <laughs> so we, you know, uh, and, and David uh, was on our advisory committee, and, and so <clears throat> I started having talks with David uh, every week, just saying, and and he was explained to me about uh, what what he saw, and, and then I, I got involved with the team and had him do presentations, and then uh, of course we're still using uh, Goldspot, which is great. Uh, and um, our, our key representative at Goldspot is a former VP of Exploration for Newfound too. So you know Peter McIntyre knows there extremely well. Uh, and then uh, so the way I like to think of it is that you've got sort of sort of this, this you know Dr. David Rhodes written 500 research papers, and I think he actually coined the term orogenic gold, and and he's just a great individual. He's sort of like the kind of a very regional perspective, and so he'll hand draws on maps, and and then you've got sort of the, the gold spot with the the high high technology and and uh, AI and data analytics, and then you've got our our local team um, that is is doing great and, and ground truthing, and you, you sort of triangulate everything. And so when, when things start working out in one area, one opportunity becomes um, uh, more prominent. And it's, 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 it makes sense from various different perspectives and the lithologies there and the host rock. Um, so I guess maybe just going on, on that uh, point, Janet, what we've created earlier this year is our, our we call it Expiration 2.0. Our founding document. I was going to ask you about that. I'd heard about that. Yeah, yeah, and, and so and, and I think this was on the back of uh, the drilling and, and some of the academic research that we we've been really involved in with, uh, and also talking to uh, great guys in the government like like Hamish and Terry, <clears throat> sort of 
again, a great source of information about um, uh, how we can improve things. And um, so we, we call it exploration 2.0 because we, we really stepped back and said, uh, what is a document that's going to, what are the thing, key things that are important that helped Newfound and, and Lab and others just uh, have their goal discovery? So it's almost like a scorecard. But we created a 200-slide uh, uh, presentation. Uh, we had a closed-door session with um, uh, a number of uh, key geologists in the province and walked them through it. Uh, we walked Eric's prot through it, too. Uh, and uh, a, a lot of positive feedback uh, came back. And so so we kind of feel this this document will, 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 will be, you know, it will evolve over time, you know, year by year as we learn more. But it really helps us because uh, when you look at the land position we have and and, and, you know, lots of companies have lots of land. It's just sort of how you triage it, how you, how do opportunities rise to the top? So we've been creating these sort of scorecards. Um, and then the, the, the scorecards have to have a certain, certain aspects of, um, uh, you know, you know, fluid flow and, and, and does it, um, have the right angle? Sometimes you know, we have less competent rock moving over, um, competent rock and, um, and so it, there's a lot of criteria that goes in this scorecard, and then there's a ranking system. So if you look at, um, if we rank, um, you know, Keats and, and Big Vane on the scorecard, of course, they get 10 out of 10. Uh, and then we, you know, some of the new targets we have on Dog Bay, uh, the applicant fault, uh, scoring, you know, seven, eight, and, and there's some question marks. So we're doing some follow-up work this year with soils and, and other programs to you know fill in those question marks and whether those rise to the top, and then we have, uh, and, and then if we apply the same the newer methodology we have to some of the older targets that we drilled, of course they don't score as well, and and so that's um because we want to make sure that we're being objective in looking at it. We want to make sure that uh, we're, we're not saying our you know what we're doing makes a lot of sense, and then because <clears throat> if it doesn't make sense, then we just need to do more field work or to go back to. Um, some of the regional aspects. So, so some of these targets are really moving forward, which is nice. Um, but time would tell, and of course we have to do assays, and we will be drilling uh, coming up. We haven't made a drilling announcement yet, but we, we plan to do drilling this year. Um, and but but really, that that's hopefully the, the view from the companies. We're, we're planning to be successful, and and we're following the plan. So, no. I've never uh, come across this scorecard type of um, approach before. It's really interesting. And I, 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 where did that come from? I, <laughs> it, you know, I, I like to wish, uh, like to think that, you know, I, I came in with this grand plan, but as, but as, and this, I think goes back to uh, our comments about the early days <clears throat> and how, as you learn about the uh, the geology and, and uh, what works, what hasn't worked, and and we looked at examples like we looked at Abitibi, we looked at Yukon, we looked at um, Australia, and and the more I learned about you know these orogenic flows uh, coming up from the Moho, Australia is very advanced, and there was at one point uh, we, we were really um, focused on a, 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 an annual or a four-year program where we were going to find out which one is the deepest fault, is it Appleton or others? And, uh, you know, led by uh, some professors at, at Munn University. And that's still ongoing. So that still hopefully will happen. But again, it, it would kind of hopefully open up provincially um, some of the, where's the source of these flows, um, which would be great. So as I got into learning a lot about the, the, the science and listening to a lot of the, the great information that was out there, it kind of led to, okay, what are the key items that we need to look 
for, uh, because sometimes um, it, you know yeah, you, you 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 get quartz, you get you know visible gold, and everyone gets excited, and then everything seems to triangulate, and then you drill it, and oh, guess what? Not much came out of it. So um, really, so there had to be more to it. So that's why we we kind of went back to this idea of like, okay, it's got to have multiple. Uh, check marks on certain things and, 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 and find have question marks, find have question marks. And then is it worth the, uh, the resources and, and the funds to spend the money to move a target up? And so, so, and, and everyone's, you know, urgently trying to have their next goal discovery. So we just felt with, with the information that was available to us, um, that we had to sort of create this, this systematic approach, um, to uh to to looking at some of the properties some of the uh, you know the targets we have yeah so the the, the objective of the scorecard um because i really like this um <laughs> is to <laughs> that's kind of that that, that um, yeah that policy geek in me right yeah. um it, it's just to move targets up so you're keeping the, the best land package possible and so the goal at the end is to have the best targets maintained that are going to deliver a potential economic uh, deposit. Yeah, it, it, that's right, Janet. And so <clears throat> when I think of it, it's, it's almost like a, a, you know, a pipeline. When you think about here, it's some of the near-term drill targets. Here are some of the targets that need more work to be done, uh, whether it's uh, trenching till soils. And then you've got other targets that are, are outcrops and that, that the guys have found and they're excited about it, but they don't, they only have maybe two or three check marks and you go, okay, let's not too, let's not get too excited about those over here. We still have these to focus on, <clears throat> but, but, but I guess it, um, some of these, you know, target maybe you know, on, on the ground and the field work could move up very fast, but it, it just, um, when you, when you have a team and uh, I like to say, we've you know got an infinite team and infinite resources, but we have to sort of um, make sure that we're allocating the, the, the right resources to the right target uh, and uh, making sure that we're, we're focused on it on, because on, we like, like most exploration companies in the province, we, we do want to have a gold discovery as soon as possible. Yeah. However, we, we, we want to minimize the amount of uh, misses, if you will. Um, and so th this, this helps us, to, uh, to stay focused on on what's what's the most near term opportunity, but but having said that, if that one doesn't work out, there's always the one that we can hopefully move up. And if that one doesn't work out, then we have we go back, you know. So it's it's like this, this it's a pipeline. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's a pipeline. pipeline. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and 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 you're 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 building a pipeline, so you have multiple projects. So it's a multi year. It's not you're not a single project focus. And there's, you're going to have advanced. That's the way I'm. I'm kind of looking at it. Down the road, you have advanced projects, and you're always bringing along new projects down to follow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. And and, like and and so we'll only probably publicly talk about maybe a um, a couple at a time uh, because uh, you know to come out and say we've got 30 targets or 50 targets, and okay, it, it's just a bit confusing to people. So it's really just here are the ones we think are. The, the most prominent and worth getting attention. And then, um, as you know, so, so we'll go through them and, and it takes time and effort. Um, and uh, yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah. I, I like it. It's, um, it's very strategic, uh, which <laughs> <laughs> I like. Um, one of the questions that keeps coming up and I appreciate your perspective on it is, Newfoundland just was underexplored for so long 
And I've heard a variety of different reasons. So, you know, give me your take on why now, like what, what happened to give us this great modern day opportunity? Well, I, I think when you look at um, a lot of the work that's been done in the past, and mostly on, on base metals, and uh, and then now with uh, again this gold rush with uh, with with newfound gold and heats, um, a lot of attention's kind of turned towards the province, and, and that attracted capital and attracted great people to work in the province, and also uh, bring bring people back to the province that were working uh, outside the province. So uh, a lot of individuals are very happy to. To, to be working close to home or in Gander or other places. So um, so I think it, it, it takes, uh, I like to call it a people business because, you know, the, the, the gold's out there, but it takes uh, people to be focused, it takes people to uh, help raise the funds, it takes people to be on the ground. Um, I, I was, in, um, I was in, in Gander last week. We had a kind of a board site visit and, you know, uh, fought off the mosquitoes and went through the bogs and, you know, so it's, uh, you have to really be um, uh, tenacious uh, and, uh, and and uh, just persistent uh, doing this, the field work. Um, so, so I think why now? I, I think it's because I think people are realizing the the potential here. And, and again, the early days of Abitibi, and to you know, I, I won't I'll never be considered one of the founders of this, but but to be a sort of a contributor and, and to help um, uh, to make an impact in the in the, in the community in the province. Uh, I'm, I'm more than happy to to to, to do that, and so um, so so I think now is is uh, I I just got such a good feeling about this um, because there really hasn't been a focus historically, and and uh, and we're we're allowed to um, and, and that we're allowed to do this work, and we're the people are focused, and the government's been great, and everyone's been supportive, and yeah, no, it's it's good. I, I know you you probably share the same feeling. It's just a it's a great feeling. Yeah, it's and and you know a lot of times we're talking about Newfoundland, but Labrador has been a very important part of of oh, yeah. the contribution to the the treasury of the of the province and mm-hmm. uh, opportunities for contracts and 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 jobs. Um, so I, I never want to forget them, but it's mm-hmm. it's been something new that's really coming together nicely with the gold um, on the island. Um, now your trip, you just, went, I, I think you went iceberg watching? <laughs> I, I, well, we, we only had so much times. So we did see a couple of whales. Uh, oh, so did we did you? So, yeah, we saw a couple of uh, uh, yeah, humpback whales, which, which was great. And actually, it was, it was a beautiful day. So we, we got back from uh, Gander and hopped on one of the, the local local ships and uh, went out to the Narrows and saw Signal Hill and saw a couple humpbacks and then went to uh, Cape Spear and, and it was the fog was there. So, and, uh, you know, when, when the ship got blanketed with the fog, it uh, gives you a real sense of, wow, this, this, you really don't know where you are, right? <laughs> and, but, but it was a good day and we went back and, and it was great that the board was really happy about, uh, about being out in the field and, and uh, the excitement they saw at the local office. And it, it was it was interesting because when we first went to the local office, it was like all of our local guys just wanted to tell them what we were seeing and what we we're doing. And and um, so next time we do a site visit, we have to plan a couple hours in the in, in the Gander office to sort of do an orientation. And this is what we're, we're doing as opposed to just going right to the field. 
Um, so um, it was good. No, it was really good. Really happy with, with, with the visit. Nice. And you're lucky to see whales. So I grew up in Ottawa and I remember when the fishing industry was a huge part of, of the economy and, and went through some difficult times. And um, it's um, an amazing uh, place between the fishing history, uh, mm -hmm. logging, tourism, mining, um, really good to see the potential for that wealth in, in the jurisdiction. And mm -hmm. as you say, to be part of it. Um, but um, so to, humpbacks, those were the whales yeah. you saw? Yeah, humpbacks, yeah. Nice. And, and tourism, I hope, is doing a bit better this year now that uh, people are, can come back. I think they're having a, 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 a head home or a go home uh, celebration as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah. Excellent. Um, I'm, I'm heading that way. So I'll, oh, good. I'll, be part of, I'll be part of that rush. Um, so this year at Exploits, you um, maybe just give us kind of a high level again, what you're doing. I know people always want to ask about drilling and you're so right to rush into that decision without the, the groundwork, which kind of isn't as exciting to, to many, but you save a lot of money and, and you save a lot of mistakes, but yeah. uh, please, please, you know, I don't want to yeah. talk to you. Yeah, no, no. So, so for our problems this year, like we're focused on the North. We've got, uh, we've got Titan, we've, we've got Titan South, which is on the Appleton. We've got, uh, um, you know, um, uh, Appleton North. We've got Titan proper, which is over to the, um, to the East. And, uh, we've got, got a couple other targets that um, look very deuter. It looks very exciting. So, so we're really focused on. So we're doing like a hundred thousand soil sample program along uh, that, and um, we're about about fifty percent done. Um, and what we've also done is, um, I'm really big on on, on using uh, local uh, local lab, and unfortunately, they, they just got inundated last year, and we, we can get our assays out for five to eight months, and so um, it's. It was tough to drill and then not see what was uh, how the assays were coming through. So uh, we went with another another provider, uh, and the, the the turnaround time is, is supposed to be about six to seven weeks. So um, it, that's um, we're 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 fortunate about that. So we had to sort of you know we might go back to the local lab, but but, but for now we just need to um, to do that. Um, and then yeah, and. and we got we did the uh, geoscience alpha IP. Uh, we did that on uh, Titan proper, uh, so we're getting the result, results back soon. Um, the guys have been in the field traversing. We're going up and down the Appleton Fault. They started going up and down the uh, the Valentine Fault. Um, so uh, you know they come back and they and they see quartz there. You know there's a feeling of excitement, and we just had our weekly. And of course, uh, the guys are seeing quartz and talking about that. But but you know, a lot of these could be just barren. Uh, you have to get the assay results back and uh, and then see uh, see what it leads you. And then uh, with, with those new quartz finds, uh, how do we follow up? Do we follow up with, with more soil sampling? Do we follow up with some uh, some tilling or some uh, some trenching? And 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 so we are planning to drill. Um, so so we'll probably announce something in. Uh, in the next uh, couple of weeks or, or a month or so, about what we plan to drill and where we plan to drill it. But very, very conscious, uh, you know, again, we're very fortunate to have $12 million in cash, but want to make sure that we're using it responsibly um, because, um, it, you know, we do have near-term targets and, and want to make sure that uh, we're doing that uh, responsibly. And, uh, but I know once we hit our first goal discovery, it, it, it'll be, 
how much do you want, you know, how many drills you're putting on it, and uh, it's going to be great. So, um, so yeah, it's going to be great. So very happy with the programs. We did uh, ge- uh, beef up our staff a bit too. So we've hired another uh, another geologist, uh, Mark Richardson, who's uh, turning out excellent, as well as uh, Nick Ryan and Nate and Brad. So and, and Paul Delaney is uh, great. So yeah, so the team is um, it's uh, humming along and very excited. Nice and 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 having um, Memorial University there also very important. Uh, produces a lot of, uh, of the teams, team members uh, throughout different companies. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think we're all benefiting from uh, not only uh, Memorial, but the geological survey as well. Just some really solid, solid work being done that we're all benefiting from. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I got, I got the chance to visit them in December before COVID broke out again. And so I got a tour with uh, Greg Dunning and um, got to see what they're doing. And we sat down for a couple hours and, uh, you know, just the knowledge that they have uh, and, uh, and, the, and they knew a lot about what each company was doing, um, what was incredible. And you supplement that with the governmental knowledge, like again, Hamish and Jerry and, and others. Uh, it's just, um, again, the local knowledge is so important and they know the history as well. Um, so it, that's that's been a tremendous benefit to us. And the, and the staff that they have at the Geological Survey, the, the, the different skill sets within geology and the, mm. the, the length of time that they've, they've worked there, um, it's, it all is is contributing to to great success and some phenomenal work. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a sign I have to show you because I'm thinking, okay. of hang on a second. I have to yeah, okay. sure. And then, yeah. then you can see what the sign is. <laughs> so we, we decided to name our place where we live. Right? You know, you know, my husband, Bill, right? Oh yeah. Bill. Yeah, he's Bill's yeah, fantastic. Bill. Uh, this, is yeah. the name, this is the name we've given our place. Jadotville? Jadotville? Jadotville, okay. Jadotville in um, Africa. And um, there was a group of soldiers uh, placed there by the United United Nations. And they, very similar situation to the one your parents were in. Um, And uh, they they survived. And with only minimal uh, deaths, in, in the in the troop and they were from Ireland and mm, recently okay. were acknowledged uh, there was a movie about them but they were recently acknowledged as being heroes but for so long their story was forgotten so so mm-hmm. we decided that we needed to keep remembering them just I love the um, the World War II generation best, oh, best generation we have yeah yeah that, that's a great sign uh, Janet and a great uh, you know recognition of of, uh, of the survivors you know going back you know, people have gone through adversity and, and, um, and uh, yeah, it's, that's, that's great. Yeah. We both have, both Bill and I have um, family that, that served and uh, I think they shape us. And I definitely think your parents shaped you. Um, Mm -hmm. I think what you're doing is great, Jeff. I really do. And I wish you nothing but success. Um, I'm looking forward to catching up after your season. And uh, I'll keep my fingers crossed on your um, turnaround for your your results because they were they, they affected us all last year. But I think it sounds yeah. like you've got a, a handle on it this year. Oh, and I'm watching some other companies too. I wish them all the success, and I know with your company as well. So um, I, you know, I I, I think in, 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 this is what makes a whole um, industry 
in, in for the province. Uh, I, I think they're just so supportive, and and the fact that we're all working well together and and want each other to to do well is a kind of a testament to just 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 the the great the great people we have in our sector. To be quite honest, yeah. Yeah. when the tide rises, all boats float higher. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Great. Well, thanks so much, Jeff. I really enjoyed this today. Yeah, me too. And, um, yeah, it, come back again and and tell us more about uh, about your projects and about your family too. Yeah, it's great. Well, thanks, Janet. It was a real pleasure. Well, thanks, and thank you, everyone. Come back and join us again at uh, Kissing the Cod. <laughs>